You're listening to SBS News. Ukrainian civilians raced for cover on Thursday as Russia fired a barrage of missiles and drones across the country, killing at least 11 people. The fresh assault comes a day after Kyiv won Western pledges of battlefield tanks to combat Moscow's invasion. The German and American announcements that they would send dozens of tanks has infuriated Russia, which in the past has responded to apparent Ukrainian successes with massed airstrikes that left millions without light, heat or water. Grief and pain shook 67-year-old Helena Panosian, whose home was destroyed some 25 kilometers southwest of Ukraine's capital, Kyiv. She says she had a lucky escape from the bombing. At first I heard a roar, and then there was an extremely loud strike that made me jump up. I was in the bedroom. If the strike had happened on the other side of the house, I was saved by the fact that the bedroom is to the other side of the house. But she says she's been left with nothing. This is such a tragedy for me. I'm telling you, I'm left without anything. What else can I say? This is such a disaster. I'm struggling so much. Why did the Russians do this? Who are they to me? How could they? I don't know. They just... The gates. Everything scrambled and was destroyed. Not a single room is left intact. Everything got hit. The Kremlin says it saw the promised delivery of Western tanks as evidence of growing direct involvement of the United States and Europe in the 11-month-old war, something both deny. Nikolai Patrushev is the secretary of the Russian Security Council. He's accusing the U.S. and NATO of dragging out the war. The U.S. and NATO are determined to further continue making efforts to drag this military conflict in Ukraine, and they have become its participants. At the same time, we have to understand that even with the end of the hot stage of the conflict in Ukraine, the Anglo-Saxon world won't stop the proxy war against Russia and its allies. Ukraine says it shot down all 24 drones sent overnight by Russia, including 15 around the capital and 47 of 55 Russian missiles, some fired from Tu-95 strategic bombers in the Russian Arctic. Ukraine's president, Volodymyr Zelensky, says attacks such as these are why his nation needs weapons. Every Russian missile against our cities and every Iranian drone, which terrorists use, are arguments for why more weapons are needed. Only weapons neutralize terrorists. Altogether, France, the UK, the US, Poland, Germany, the Netherlands and Sweden will send hundreds of tanks and heavy armored vehicles to fortify Ukraine as it attempts to break through entrenched Russian lines. NATO Secretary-General Jens Stoltenberg has welcomed the decision by Germany and the U.S. to send advanced battle tanks to Ukraine. It's a very significant announcement because it makes it possible for the Ukrainians both to defend themselves against new Russian offensives. We know that they are planning for that, but also it enables the Ukrainians to get the combat capabilities they need uh, to be able to uh, liberate, uh, retake territory which is uh, currently occupied by Russian forces. So this, uh, these announcements about the battle tanks uh, are of great importance. Of course, numbers matters, 
and therefore welcome that many allies have made it clear they're ready to provide uh, uh, battle tanks to uh, to Ukraine. And more weapons are soon going to arrive, including from Canada. Canadian Defence Minister Anita Anand made the announcement. Today, I am announcing that Canada will supply Ukraine with four Leopard 2 main battle tanks in the coming weeks. This donation, combined with the contributions of allies and partners, will significantly help the armed forces of Ukraine as they fight heroically to defend their nation's freedom and sovereignty. She says that the tanks will arrive in Ukraine in the next few weeks. These four tanks are combat ready and will be deployed over the coming weeks. We will also deploy a number of Canadian Armed Forces members to train Ukrainian soldiers with the skills they need to operate this equipment pending coordination with allies. But one of Ukraine's immediate neighbours is taking a different approach, saying more weapons is not the answer and risks further escalating the conflict. Hungary's foreign minister, Peter Zajarto, has instead asked the permanent members of the United Nations Security Council to begin negotiating an end to the war in Ukraine. We urge the international community to replace the war rhetoric by peace rhetoric. And we urge the international community to avoid any decisions, any measures, even any statements which would bring the risk of escalation. We do believe that instead of deploying more and more weapons, now we should start to concentrate on establishing a ceasefire and launch peace talks. So I humbly ask the representatives of big and strong countries, the representatives of the so-called superpowers, to sit around the negotiating table and negotiate about how peace could be created in our neighborhood. Assam al-Ghalib, SBS News.